News Talk Breakfast with Kira Kelly and Shane Coleman. In association with AIR on News Now, the Department of Justice has announced a number of changes to the upcoming hate crime legislation. It is understood two tests will be required when deciding whether something is a hate crime or not. Uh, the Justice Minister, Helen McEntee, joins us now. Uh, Minister, just bring us up to speed on what the changes will be. Good morning, Shane. Um, If I could just really, really briefly bring people back. So what are we trying to do here? Um, Quite simply, there are people living in this country right now who are fearful of living their lives the way they should simply because of who they are. So we all have a right to be safe. We all have a right to feel safe. But for somebody to feel unsafe simply because of who they are, so their race, their nationality, the colour of their skin, their sexual orientation, or because they have a disability, it's not something that we should tolerate as a society. So what I am doing is bringing forward a new law. It is a hate crime law. And this will set out very clearly for the first time where a crime is motivated by hate. Um, At the moment, obviously, somebody can be convicted of assault. They can be convicted of, of damaging property. And there can be an aggravating factor taken into account by a judge but it's not in law there aren't clear definitions it's not something that's been recorded over the years so we are introducing new hate crime laws to make sure that where somebody is targeted simply because of who they are that we send a clear message to those victims that we don't accept this that this is not okay in our society but people who carry out these crimes as well that there are going to be tougher penalties um, we have a law that was introduced back in 1989 it was the incitement to hatred act and it was quite forward thinking at the time Um, But this does not include hate crime, but also we've had 50 convictions since 1989. So I I think what's clear is that it it doesn't work when it comes to prosecution. So I want our laws to have teeth. I want them to be prosecutable. uh, And that's why I'm bringing about some of the changes to what I had previously published in our initial bill. So when it comes to, to hate crime, the test to to reach the bar for somebody to be prosecuted was that there was a motivational test. So you had to prove at that moment in time, for example, if someone was being assaulted, that the person assaulting them was doing so because they were motivated by a hatred of that person or that group of people. So you're kind of trying to get into their mind. And to do that, you know, how how do you show that somebody is motivated by a hate? Um, You know, are are they part of a particular group or organisation that would clearly demonstrate that? Are they someone who has stuff posted on their social media? Do they have form? It's a much more difficult test. Whereas what I am proposing is a demonstration test. So it can be either or. It doesn't have to be both of them. Um, A demonstration test which demonstrates hatred. So the act itself. So maybe just to give you an example, because it's Mm. important for people to maybe understand, you could have a person who walks out of a bar. It might be an LGBTI bar and they are followed by an individual who starts shouting slurs or homophobic comments at them and assaults them. So they are demonstrating because of their language, but also their act, a a hatred towards that person because of who they are by what they are saying. Or another example, you might have, say, a a family who are living, who are in their home, and they're a different nationality, they've not you know, they've come from a different country uh, and their home is vandalised and there's graffiti on their home that clearly, clearly indicates because of what is said in the graffiti that their home has been vandalised because of who they are. So you are not you're not having to show that it was motivated by that hatred, but the act itself uh, demonstrated hatred. The second change is around the incitement to hatred. So at the moment, the law shows that you must intentionally incite hatred against a group of people or, or an individual. So be it, you know, putting up a tweet or making a comment or putting flyers out, any type of communication. Um, What I am changing that is where you intentionally or recklessly 
cause harm to somebody or, or incite hatred in that sense. So you might put up something knowing that by doing this, there is a possibility that you are going to incite others to hate an individual or to, to potentially commit violence against an individual, but you do it anyway. So we, we have to make sure that there's okay. still a high threshold because this is quite a serious offence to have, you know, a, a hate crime. But we also may need to make sure that it is prosecutable. Yeah, uh, interesting you mentioned threshold there. There may be some people who will be concerned, for example, and say particularly that last item you mentioned there, that, um, like, I'm looking at the UK, the UK um, uh, Law Commission, they recommended specific protection uh, from prosecution for, say, gender-critical views. Uh, some people have expressed concern, will this provision be used to prosecute people who who do have gender critical views? I mean, we we've seen the case in the UK, the Maya uh, Forrester uh, case in the UK has caused a lot of contention there. They are specifically protected in in, in the UK. Can you address well, that concern? There, there are a number of things here. Firstly, um, we have looked to the UK. So the reason that I have made these changes, um, I, I've engaged with my colleagues in the Joint Oireachtas Committee, the, the Justice Committee. Um, I've engaged further with different groups, but I've also looked at other jurisdictions. So the UK, Scotland, Wales, I've looked at what they're now looking to do in Northern Ireland, and they have a demonstration test. Um, but they also have these different types of protected characteristics when it comes to incitement to hatred as well. Um, and what is very clear, and I have to be clear here, this is not about infringing on free speech. This is not about people having different ideological views or, you know, even insulting another person because of their view or having a different uh, a different perception of things. This is where you intentionally incite hatred against another person simply because of who they are. So by, by insulting them or, or criticising them alone, uh, you know, even though it might be offensive, yeah. that is not enough to reach the threshold. And what we've seen in the UK is that, you know, we haven't had an opening of floodgates for every person who says something um, that might be deemed quite offensive or that might be very contrary to your own uh, views. They're not being uh, My understanding, Minister, or, and you, you may correct me on this, Minister, is that there is specific protection in the UK, for example, for issues like expressing gender-critical views. It, it, will it be the same in... in there are, in, and, and there will be specific protections here. So there are very specific protections in the legislation to ensure that you can have open debate, that you can have discussion, that you can have different views, be it in terms of political discussion, be it around religion, be it these type of issues. I mean, we only have to look at, uh, in Ireland, the various different referendums that we've had in recent years that have been very, very different and opposing views. Um, and I might have my own view uh, on each of those uh, and they would be very different to another person's. But that doesn't mean that they are intentionally inciting so hatred it, it, against an individual. You're absolutely so confident, is, Minister, it will not have a chilling impact on on debate about issues, as opposed to, like, nobody, I think we all agree, we, nobody wants to see, uh, you know, uh, people acting out of hate. But debate about legitimate issues, it won't I, have a I chilling I am absolutely impact. confident, and, and I'm confident because in particular in the UK, they have had this legislation in place for quite a number of years, uh, for over two decades, and what they have not seen is an opening of the floodgates and people being prosecuted for, as I've said, having opposing views or different views. What we're introducing here is a very clear safeguard to make sure that just okay. because the debate is happening around a particular protected characteristic, so you mentioned sexual orientation or, or identity, that doesn't mean that because a person is offended. It's also an objective test. So you're talking about what a what what another individual or, or what a what a, a normal person shall we say 
would think of what has been said or done. So it's not just the victim that's taken into account. That's absolutely vital here. But it's what would a reasonable person think when they read that? Do they think this would incite hatred against another group of people or an individual? Uh, Just just very finally, the other criticism that you hear about about, uh, hate crime legislation is they say, look, um, it's disproportionately against you used against people, uh, poor people and, and minorities. Uh, we've dealt with the issue of, of, of freedom uh, of expression. But the other, I suppose, key criticism, and I want to put this to you, is that it's an easy win for politicians, that it's kind of virtue signalling and that, you know, if you look at, say, for example, your government, you know, you're, 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 you're struggling to, to in, introduce the, the, the ban on turf, uh, you, you can't tackle emissions uh, from uh, agriculture, uh, even Navin Hospital, the HSE, want, to, want to, to close down the emergency department, but government doesn't want to do that, that this is kind of virtue signalling, it's an easy win, you can't take the tough decisions, so this is a nice, uh, easy way to virtue signal. Well, firstly, I, I think they're very different issues, but there's nothing oh, no, easy or simple about there, there, there's nothing easy or simple about what we are proposing here. Um, I've taken time to firstly engage with communities and engage with people who have been and are victims of hate crimes. Um, I've listened to what they've had to say. I've proposed legislation. I've allowed our Justice Oireachtas Committee to put forward their own views. I have re-engaged again with those who are impacted by these type of crimes. I've also listened to the Gardaí. So while it's not a crime at the moment, it's not to say these crimes don't happen. And I think we can all point to a number of incidents that have happened in recent weeks and recent months um, that have been absolutely appalling and that have clearly come about because of an individual's particular view or hatred of a particular group of people. And it's not about signalling or or virtue signalling. It's about saying clearly that there's actually a tougher penalty Okay. All right. Well, look, we leave it there. Uh, Justice Minister Helen McEntee, thank you for talking to News Talk Breakfast this morning. News Talk Breakfast with Kira Kelly and Shane Coleman. In association with AIR. Weekday mornings at 7 on News Talk.